Good morning or afternoon team. Welcome to Coach's Corner for another week. My name is Bart. I'm the head coach here at Jet Australia and today I'm going to be your coach as well. Today we're talking about the best way, the utter bottom line best way to lose weight. A very interesting discussion. If you are new here, make sure you've hit that follow button. Make sure you're following when all our episodes drop. Make sure you're following us on all the uh, social pipes too. We're Jets Australia, J-E-T-T-S, on all the social pipes. And it's lovely to have you here. If you are a weekly listener, we love you even more. Honesty right there. The best way to lose weight. I've been having this conversation a lot with a few peers uh, over the last few weeks, a few people in the industry. And I sort of want to clarify a few things right from the outset. So if you are listening to this show wanting to lose weight, just understand you can lose weight doing anything. You could do it. You could lose weight walking. You can do it doing Zumba. You can do it doing Pilates, lifting weights, running, CrossFit, what, whatever you may. And if we sort of look at the overarching bottom line here, find something that you love and something you know you will do consistently. Because I can give you everything I'm about to give you now, which is the best way I think is to lose weight. But if you don't like doing that, it won't work. But if you do like doing something else, that could be the avenue for you. So first things first, start with what you like, and then expand out from there. Change your relationship with exercise, nutrition, and recovery, and then we can talk about the stuff that I'm about to talk about here. And here is my definition, right? So when I'm talking about losing weight, I'm talking about years, years ahead. Because if you do have some kilos to lose, understand this. Have a think about how long it took you to build up that weight altogether. It may have taken the last 30 years, the last 40 years for you to get to the weight where you are now, which might not be your desired weight. But then think about how long do you expect that weight to come off. It's not going to come off in 12 weeks. It's not going to come off... To be honest, for a lot of us, not, it's not going to come off in 12 months. And if it does, I can guarantee you it's going to be hard to keep it off. So I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking for the rest of your life. I want you to develop a great relationship with exercise and food that you can sustain without even thinking about it. And so my ideal situation for weight loss is this. In 12 months time, I want you eating more good food. I don't want you depriving yourself. I want you to have a higher metabolism so you can burn calories just at rest. I want you only to be going to the gym one to four times a week to keep the weight off and to keep progressing. I want you to feel happier. I want you to have more energy throughout your day. I want you to feel stronger in your body and in your mind. And of course, I want you to be leaner. In 12 months time, that's where I want you to be. The only way I've found that you can do this is through strength training, and nourishing the body, not depriving it. The way to do this, I'm about to go through, and then I'm going to take you through what happens if you do these things, and then the psychological struggle that a lot of us face when trying to implement this. So if we talk about your training right from the outset, I've mentioned strength training and resistance training before. So what, what this looks like in action is lifting weights at, to start with two to four times per week. A lot of us can get away with lifting weights just one a week, to see progress. That's all we need. All we need to do is be doing something novel, something different that we haven't done before with a reasonable amount of overload, progressive overload, two to four times per week and aim to get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. I've said this time and time before, but if the weight on the bar is going up, some great things are happening inside your body. 
And so for, for us that have been focused on weight loss for a long time now, putting your focus on simply getting stronger is quite refreshing and it's objective. We know whether or not we made that lift. We did or we didn't. And if we train right to get stronger, only positive things will happen. Most of the time, I should say. Always exceptions to the rule. And then with your training, I want you to make sure you're training, you're changing your training to promote novelty. If we say, all right, I'm going to start doing what Bart says, I'm going to start lifting two to four times per week, and we just do the same thing with the same weights for months and months and months and months, we'll get somewhere, but we won't get to where we want to go. We need to overload our training, so we need to change our training. Overarching, that's what we need to do with our training for the best way to lose weight. For our nutrition, this is going to be a bit counterintuitive for a lot of you, but I want you to approach your nutrition for weight loss from a nourishment point of view. I need you to feed your body the adequate protein and nutrients to change. So when we look at all the nutrients that that we need, some are essential, some that our, our body can't make, which means we can't thrive without them. And there are minerals. If we become deficient in these minerals, it throws off multiple systems of the body and we can't adapt, we can't change because our body is just stuck trying to survive. So I like to approach nutrition from let's get what we need first and then we can worry about manipulating the calories from there. And so for a lot of you, if you're eating you know, 1,200, 1,000 calories a day, this might mean actually eating more and we'll talk about the psychological effects of that in just a second. But it also looks like eating mainly whole foods. Our body has evolved to digest whole foods. It's really good at doing it, and it likes every constituent of whole foods, the fiber, the micronutrients, the macronutrients. Our body is supposed to do that. And there's also like antioxidants and, and certain minerals that we don't even think about, stuff like CoQ10 that we can get from whole foods that, again, our body needs to thrive. We don't get that if we always eat processed foods. So simply by nourishing our body, eating a quality amount of protein and eating good quality whole foods, that's going to tick the box mainly for our nutrition for the best way to lose weight. And the final pillar to this strategy is recovery. If we train the way we said we wanted to train, if we eat in nourishment, and then if we recover from our workouts like an absolute boss by sleeping well and reducing stress, that's when we'll start to see the weight start to shift and start to move. It's rarely, for people who do have a lot of kilos to lose, it's rarely a case of one thing. Just going into the gym and, and training is a great start, it's a great step, but other things need to be accounted for to support that. It's a beautiful lifestyle change that we're trying to, trying to make here, but remember, you have a long time to do it, we don't need to do it all at once. So if you train that way, you eat that way, and you recover that way, here's what can happen to your body, all right? You will build muscle. Now, don't let that scare you because I know you want to lose weight. You want to see the number on that scale go down. But trust me, the more lean mass we have, particularly going into older age, the healthier we're going to be. There's a big correlation between higher amounts of muscle mass, particularly going into older age, and better quality of life, better mood, better mobility, better everything. And at a certain age in our life, we start to lose that muscle, which I think is because we're just not using it. We're not moving And so what will happen if you do these things, you'll build muscle and it'll increase your metabolism. The more active tissue you have on on your body, the more calories your body will burn at rest, which is where we're going to get most of our fat loss. It's not going to happen in the gym. The amount of energy you expend in the gym adds up to about 5% of your total energy expenditure for the day. 
about 50 to 60% is your resting metabolism, your resting metabolic rate. So if we can increase your resting metabolic rate, our likelihood of burning the calories and burning the fat is a lot higher. And thus, having a higher metabolism then makes fat loss so easy. So if we build your metabolism up to a point where you're eating 2,400, 2,600, 2,800, 3,000 plus calories, depending on how big you are, to lose weight then is really simple. We just shave a few calories off, which is easy because we're eating more food and we're still not depriving our body. We're still feeding our body the stuff that it needs. That will happen if you train, eat and recover right. You also won't be tired the rest of the day from beating yourself down in the workouts. I have been there. I've been through, I need to thrash myself every single day to get the results that I want. And you know what happens is you feel rubbish for the rest of the day. You train in the morning, you demolish yourself, and then you don't have the cognitive function to perform at work or to be with your kids. You're too tired. I don't want that for you. If we do strength training right, it will charge you. It will build you up. It will give you the energy you need to have your child on your back and take him for a ride at 8 p.m. at night. That's what strength training can do. And then finally, you'll be able to actually recover from your workouts. So in fitness, more doesn't equal better. Often more just equals more recovery. The harder we go in the gym, the more reps, the more sets, the more cardio we do, the more we need to recover from it. So my philosophy is let's go for the minimal effective dose. Let's do the least amount that we can do in the gym to elicit the biggest result. You'll be able to adapt to it, you'll be able to recover from it, and you'll be able to dial up the intensity at certain parts of your year if you want to. So doing this right, these things will happen to your body, and then over time, you'll start to see a shift in your weight, and particularly in your body composition. So remember that number on the scale, it's not just your fat, and it doesn't define you in any way. That number on the scale is your fat, it's your muscle, it's your bones, it's your organs, it's your hair, it's, it's your skin. It's a representation of your entire being. And to judge our fitness progress simply on this one very general number, I think could be doing you damage. Instead, let's look at what's happening with the composition of your body. If, you're, if, you've, if, you've got, if you just build muscle and nothing else changes, your body fat percentage will go down, even if you didn't burn any body fat. Body composition is what I want you to focus on and that's why strength training can be so advantageous because it attacks both burning fat and building muscle reasonably at the same time over time. And so if you do these things for a long time consistently, you will start to see progress and it'll be slow, but I want it to be slow. I don't want it to be fast. Too many times I've seen people get some great results in eight weeks or 12 weeks but not be able to sustain the intensity they did during those 8 or 12 weeks, and then that weight comes back on. And often it comes back on more, and I'm sure a lot of you out there listening to this know exactly what I'm talking about. Instead, I want to see slow incremental movements, a slow incremental increase in muscle mass, a slow incremental decrease in fat mass, and I want that done over time. Sometimes the slower the better, as long as it's consistent, because that gives us time to adapt to the lifestyle changes and gives us room to move. We're not sort of throwing everything at the wall and hoping things will happen. We're being strategic and we're being patient. Remember, think about how long it took you to add that weight on. It's going to take a little while to get it back off. And so I want to talk about the psychological shift here, because a lot of you listening, this might be a bit counterintuitive for you. The scale, the number on the scale isn't going to move very much in the first three to six months. That's just sort of the way it works. Again, I don't want it to. 
But what is going to happen is if you are training to get stronger, you are nourishing your body, the weight on the bar is going up, you're going to be building a bit of muscle, you're going to be burning a bit of fat, it's going to be happening pretty slowly, but if I build a kilo of muscle and burn a kilo of fat, my weight on the scale stays the same. And so again, don't put all your eggs in the basket of the number of kilos that are on the weight scale. So that number isn't going to change very much. It might change a little, it might go up a little bit, might be retaining a bit of water from the extra extra carbohydrate to the extra fiber, but trust me, it's not going to be if it is if it is added fat, it's going to be very 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 little. And the benefit of building the muscle with those extra calories, I think, far outweighs that. And you can always burn that little bit off down the time with your higher metabolism if you are indeed eating right. Um, we're building muscle, we're burning fat at the same time, but the other psychological shift is this idea of eating more good food initially to lose weight. And so remember, we need to be nourishing our body. And it's hard to nourish our body with all the nutrients that we need. Remember, I want you to thrive eating a 1,000 calories a day. It, it's, it's far too low for most people. And dare I say all people, depending on your size and your situation. And so what that will mean is we have to start eating more good food, which can really be a mind stuff. Because you've been told to eat less and move more, eat less and move more. But what we're really doing here is just adding more fiber. We are adding a few more calories, but it's coming from whole food. But what that'll do over time is that your natural hunger, hunger signals will start to balance. If we focus on eating protein, good fats, and some fiber for breakfast, all of a sudden we're fuller for longer. We don't want to have that snack at 10 p.m. We can make our way to 10 a.m. I should say. We can make our way to lunch. We have a nice, another nourishing, healthy, protein-rich lunch. It makes its way through to dinner. So if we focus on these positives, often the other lifestyle habits that happen um, with nutrition and trying to lose the weight sort of fall into place. And we can approach that a little bit further down the track. So don't think that eating more good food, remember we're talking about eating more whole food here, I'm not talking about just bumping your calories with a slice of pizza every day. That's sort of going against the grain here. We're talking about increasing you know, another serve of vegetables with, with breakfast, lunch and dinner another portion of protein for dinner, another portion of good low GI carbohydrates for, for dinner perhaps, just to help us sleep or what have you. These foods, our body, I can guarantee you, our body will be able to use the nutrients in them better and be less likely to store them as fat because we've evolved with them. Our body knows how to do that. So for the psychological shift in a lot of us, be aware of that. The weight on the scale isn't going to change very much in the first few months. That's fine. That's absolutely great in my opinion. As long as we're getting stronger and we're eating enough protein and calories and fiber and all that. And the counterintuitive thought process of eating more good food to lose weight later is a little bit of a, it's a little bit challenging for a lot of you, but be ready for it. Be ready for it, understand it, and know that Coach Bart has got your back. So team, here we have it. In my opinion, the best way to lose weight. Training by lifting weights, focusing on strength, eating to nourish the body with periods of shaving some calories off down the track, but we need to start with the nourishment and then recovering, sleeping and uh, and reducing stress like a boss. Haven't talked about that much in this episode, but we might talk about that um, in, in a later episode. Thank you for joining me today. Make sure you are following the podcast. Hit the follow button on whatever podcast platform you're on. Uh, follow us, J-E-T-T-S Australia. We're Jets Australia on all the social pipes, and I will see you in the next episode. Boy.